Welcome back to the DKPL podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, and I am here today with Lara, who is one of our tech desk and studio specialists. Um, my constant listeners will know all about that job because Marco did that job as well. But Lara, can you tell us a little bit about what you do here at the library? Pretty much what Marco does. I sit at the tech desk and I help patrons come in with um, any of their technology questions, help them with the computer use that we have. And I teach a handful of classes on basic computer skills. Lara's being modest. Um, Lara knows everything about Excel. Um, <laughs> I remember you taught me you taught me a bunch of Excel stuff. Uh, it was before the pandemic, so a, a couple of years ago at this point. Um, but uh, no, Lara knows a lot about uh, computers, and and yeah, she's done some really really good classes for our patrons. But today we are not here to drill you on Excel. We're going to talk about something that I think is probably a, a whole lot more fun and leisurely. We are going to talk about cycling. So I ride a bike, but I've never I've never called it cycling. I feel like I'm that person who is like, I'm I'm bike riding. But but all the 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 fancy people who really know what they're doing, they're cycling. So they're the ones passing me on the bike path while I'm like kind of swerving around looking at the deer and the flowers. Um, but so what type of cycling do you do? I think you could call it biking or bike riding or whatever you want to call it, even if you're doing it on a bike-shaped object, as long as you're out there on two wheels or I guess three or four. We've got so many different options now, right? Sometimes I feel like I need the training wheels back. <laughs> um, so do you do you race or do you just bike for fun, for exercise? I think you captured it when you said leisurely. So I'm absolutely a leisure rider. Not a racer. Uh, not a racer. Not a competitive racer at all. Leisure rider, commuter. Um, I think of a bike as uh, another form of transportation. Way to get me outside. Way to get me to, from point A to point B. Yeah. I mean, lots of reasons for it. Riding. Yeah, that and that, that's that's a great point to bring up to uh, transportation. It's a it's a clean, um, easy way to get from point A to point B. I know. Um, Whenever I, I go into the city and drive in Chicago, I'm always terrified of the bike riders because my car is pretty small, but it will still win in a fight between the bike and the car. Um, and, and, and some of those riders in Chicago are very uh, casual about the, the rules of the road. Um, but I suppose if you're uh, skilled at it, you can, you can get away with it. But, but I know I would never, I'd never try to ride a bike on the streets of Chicago. So kudos to those people who give that... Um, a shot. <laughs> I think it's sometimes easier to get around Chicago on a bike. I go up there sometimes and ride with my friends and then we don't have to worry about parking. Uh, there's less worry about traffic because sometimes it's a shorter distance that you get to go because you don't have to follow the same traffic patterns as, as the, you know, the vehicles, the cars. So you have ridden a bike through the, the city? Oh, absolutely. That's the, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I look at you in awe because it's something that I would be just so scared to do. Uh, like, I'm, I'm afraid to ride my bike sometimes on a bike path because I'm afraid a deer is going to jump out and get me. So with all those cars around it, I, I, don't, know that, I don't know that I could do it. <laughs> I see the biggest thing. I'm not one of those ones that I think you're describing or that you've witnessed. I think the biggest thing is to be predictable as a bike rider, especially when you're with vehicular traffic. To be predictable and think that you're invisible because sometimes drivers don't see you. So um, those are the keys. And then you can find a comfort level and 
and it's not as bad as it looks. I heard the term getting doored for the first time, I think, a couple of years ago. And that sounds truly, truly awful. You heal from it. Well, that's good. <laughs> okay. I'm, good to know. I'm, I'm glad you are much braver than I am, which is why I have you on the show to talk about cycling. Because if it were just me, I'd be like, okay, everybody, like, ride on only on bike paths. Like, do never, never leave the path. Don't go on the streets. Don't go near cars. Like, use your training wheels. Um, so I'm glad you're here to, to tell our audience that uh, it's not quite, it's not all scary. <laughs> Um, so how long do you typically ride for? I guess that depends on where you're going. Yeah, it absolutely. Mostly it depends on, since it is a leisure activity, it depends on how much time I have. Um, but again, also the destination. So I commute to work occasionally. I used to a lot, but occasionally. So, uh, you know, you just time it out and it takes however much time it takes to get to sure. your destination. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to ask you the question that I... I feel like we all want to ask, but, you know, people who don't ride bikes often, but ride them just enough so our butt is sore and not used to getting sore every time we ride. Is there a good solution to the sore butt of bike riding? Huh. Well. This is a good question. This is a good one. It's rather personal. <laughs> it's rather It's rather personal. Uh, maybe it's just, maybe I have a, well, it sounds like, Sam, you have you know, troubles with this too. Well, I would extend a question going off that for me, which is, so I'm six foot six. How do I find a bike frame that's the correct size? So you're hitting on my answer to how do you keep your butt from getting sore? And it's a little more complicated than it might seem and also a little counterintuitive. So first off to hit the counterintuitive piece, a lot of people think you want a big, cushy saddle or like a seat, seat, like a right? banana like seat the, or like that gel padding. We've all seen that gel padding yeah. that's, that's somehow like put floating a bean bag like up on it. Right. Know. And that is really the opposite of what you want huh. because the wider it is, the more friction it's creating um, on your delicate bits. <laughs> Um, and then to get to Sam's question is really that soreness goes down if you have a well-fitted bike. So if you can get a bike that fits you well and you pay attention to all those points of contact, so where your hands are on the bike, where your butt is on the saddle, where your feet are touching your pedals, if all of that connects well with the geometry of your bike, you're less likely to get sore as you're riding. You know, that makes a whole lot of sense. And I, I feel like I should have I should have been able to figure that out. I'm always riding other people's bikes because I'm not I'm not I'm too cheap to get my own <laughs> mainly. Um, but I've been an athlete for my whole life and like you get a shoe that doesn't fit and everything goes wrong. Yep, so you yeah, I mean it blisters. makes sense. Yeah. Yep. If you get a bike that fits your 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 body type it's going to be a whole lot less achy when right. you get off. And if you think about it, you're supporting your weight on all those pieces of contact. So the better you're fitted to that bike, the less likely you're going to put pressure on those places of contact. And the simple thing, too, is you build up how many miles you do at a time and you kind of develop. Um, Butt calluses? Well, <laughs> you, I don't know if that's what you develop or you develop a... 
immune less less yeah. sensitivity you used to yeah it you get used to it mm-hmm. then there's always padded shorts so you want to pad your shorts and not your saddle that makes sense okay that's interesting and then um they make... look weird when you're walking around like if <laughs> i mean <laughs> i feel like if i have padded shorts on while i'm sitting on the bike it's fine but like i couldn't ever just like wear those shorts after i got <laughs> off the bike at my destination um or maybe i could yeah you probably get away nice. with it you get away with it i mean we've probably all seen the cyclist and their full lycra suits right sitting at the coffee shop after a ride sitting is the key <laughs> i always see them sitting so i don't i don't notice the paddedness but um that's that's pretty interesting so to sam's question um for being tall you said six foot six right yes i did yeah big sam i'm little sam over here at what five foot four so a full foot shorter um are there bike shops that are tailored to taller people or well i don't know if there are bike shops tailored to taller people i would just there are bike shops that have specific uh services to fit you to a bike um, How do they do that? Do they measure you? Like, do they just be like, "Oh, you're so, like, you need a frame that's I don't know what the frame sizes are, like 25 inch." I don't. Um, I guess it depends on how complicated you want to get. So, if you want just a a general mem- mem- you know measurement, sure. they'll say throw your leg over this bike and uh, does it hurt? <laughs> well, essentially, yeah. throw your leg over this bike, straddle it, and lift the front tire off, and maybe they'll see. Like, ideally, you only want. A little bit of clearance, right? As oh, you okay. as you pull that top tube into your crotch area, right? That makes sense. You don't want like six inches of your tire off the floor, right? You want that, to make sure you're not like bending, so your knees are all like akimbo when you're pedaling and all that, right? Okay. So that would be a real quick, like, fit, and then you would just, you know, kind of uh, what is it, Goldilocks and the three bears to like the next size up or yep. the next size yeah. down, and then if you want some of the bike shops, I know the bike shop in town, I think, has like a true fit service where they put you on a a bicycle frame that's very, uh, you can manipulate it into different sizes. And then they watch you pedal and they measure, uh, you know, your inseam and the bend of your knee and how, how you would try to naturally ride on that bike and then they they measure all of that and then they can come up and tell you okay here's the geometry maybe here's a frame that would fit you better and here's the length of the handlebars that you would ideally want to ride and they base that all on your flexibility and how you sit on the bike wow okay yeah there's a lot more involved but it makes sense if i want a perfect well-fit bike i guess yeah yeah, well, if you think about it, I mean, cyclists who are trying to shave seconds off their time in a, you know, sure, all you know, or it's like time how trial. Michael Jordan shaved his head just to get that extra <laughs> bit of aerodynamicness. But yeah, so if if you're racing, you know, professionally, I can see it making a lot of difference if you have the bike that fits best to your frame. But not being somebody who's doing that, I continue to just use friends' bikes and then kind of stumble off them, you know, in a very ungraceful dismount. Um, But yeah, that's good to know. And Sam, I hope you, you know, got some some answers there to your question. Yeah, summertime. I need to go get fit for a bike. (laughs) Get fit for a bike. I would say it's good for somebody who wants to ride a lot. I mean, you don't have to be competitive about it. It makes you more comfortable on the bike. 
Sure. And that's what this is all about, right? Leisurely. We <laughs> talked about that. Party pace. Um, so here's a really good question, and this is kind of related to library services and um, or library materials that you can get. We're big fans of ebooks here at the library, and I know a lot of people listen to ebooks in the car. Now, do you, Lara, listen to music, audiobooks, podcasts, any anything like that when you ride, or is that dangerous to do? I don't. When I ride, I don't. I wouldn't perceive it to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're careful. I guess if. I guess my thought would be having one earbud in or something so you can kind of hear the noise. But again, I'm the person who is terrified of everything on a bike. So maybe I'm maybe I'm just more afraid to lower my senses in any way when I'm on the bike. But I suppose if I did it more, I'd get used to it because I, I can see it being really lovely to listen to an audiobook while, you know, riding through, uh, riding down a bike path on just like a nice leisurely ride but um yeah I wanted to ask that because I never knew if that was dangerous or not you know like it it was one of those things where I was just like I can see how that would be but like maybe maybe it's okay yeah I think you're getting at something if you're on a bike path especially one that you're familiar with I I wouldn't see an issue with it and then maybe also what you're saying a single earbud in so that you can keep your perceptual awareness intact also they make the bone conducting uh, headphones now so that your ears are I don't even know what that is uh, they're bone conducting earphones so they so they it don't... doesn't actually go into your you know um we're about to lobe. segue into a whole nother thing here because <laughs> it's yep. the word is yeah yep. I feel like you guys can see it like my mind is blown <laughs> by this I've never heard of bone conducting so that's interesting I might have to have somebody come back and talk about that at some point <laughs> Um, do you use decal bike paths? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, any favorite routes or any favorite, uh, ones that, that you would recommend to people? Oh, get on any of them. They're great. They're really well maintained. Yeah. Um, they're, they seem to just constantly be growing too, and they're connecting more and more, which is nice. Creating a whole grid. Yeah. yeah. Creating a grid so we can get over to Sycamore, um, oh, well, without, that's nice too, yeah. you know, being, up against uh, car traffic. It's really nice. Yeah, I too am impressed with the DeKalb bike paths. Um, seems like our park district is doing a pretty good job at that, um, cr- both creating and maintaining them. Like they're, They always seem like, kept up real nice. Um, and yeah, and I do keep feeling like I'm seeing new ones spring up more often than I would assume is, is you know, the norm for bike paths. But, you know, kudos to the park, depart- uh, park district for... for uh, Putting that out there for people because I think it's important. Yeah. yeah, they just grew the one next to my uh, my place. It extends through uh, it's the Great Western Trail expansion, so like that's nice. Well, I don't ride a bike, but I like walk and jog, so it's perfect for that. So, yeah, yeah, they're really well used, and the Great Western Trail uh, for riding bikes is great. It's one of those rails to trails, so it used to be a railroad that's now a path, which for a cyclist means there's not a very high grade ever since a train didn't go over a 10% grade. So yeah. it's not hilly at all, which makes a nice, there's a bike path that you could listen to an audiobook on and go Perfect. for a while. Yeah. Well, and, and and you bring up a good point um, about them being used. They're multi, you know, you don't have to bike ride on them. You can walk or you can, uh, you know, jog on them. I, and, and the bike paths that I use around here, I do 
see walkers and joggers and me being terrified, uh, you know, being on a bike. I, I'm the I'm not the person who's just like on your left and like calmly passes them. I'm like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm behind you. I'm behind you. Like, watch out. Watch out. I might hit you. Like until I pay, like, it's just like terrible anxiety until I pass the poor walker. Um, but I have yet to hit anybody. I've crashed myself a few times, mainly when I'm trying to dismount. <laughs> but I feel like that's a problem with the, you know, riding a bike that's too big for me. So, um, but yeah, multi-use, you know, paths around town. And um, that, you know, that, that does just seem important. There is like a sense of community about it. Like I've gone on the bike paths around here. And if you go at the same time every day, you start like seeing people and then waving to people who you're just passing, you know. So kind of cool. Um, my last question for you is how do you feel about the much less scary, uh, stationary cycling as opposed to <laughs> old fashioned bike riding? There's a place for it. For I mean, me. There's a place for it for me. <laughs> there's a place for it. Well, especially in the winters here, I guess. Can't crash. Can't. Peloton culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I trainers. Tried I tried that. I don't know if it was Peloton, but I, I got on a bike, um, at the gym one time that was supposed to it had a screen in front of me so it was supposed to be like showing you where you're riding and I was like oh cool like nice and interactive and I'm riding pretty much in a straight line down it and a curve is coming up so I turn you know do the lean thing on the bike on the stationary bike at the gym and the screen shows another bike rider right next to me which was totally unexpected and I'm pretty I like I almost fell off I'm sure I yelled out loud in the middle of the gym but it seemed unnecessary for other people to be next to me. I, I, I was like, I was very surprised that that um, my leisurely bike ride on the screen at the gym included other fake people around me to like up my anxiety and make me think I'm going to hit them. But again, that must just be a me thing. It's training you to ride in the peloton. I, yeah, yeah got two in your head. I, other folks around you in this virtual biking world can you hit them like is it like a video game where if i had dipped too much to the right like i crash the whole line of bike riders or do they just kind of move over as i move over <laughs> yeah it just adapts it's that smart ai okay. spin class technology thank god because i was <laughs> worried for their virtual lives um but I think that's all the questions I have for you. Is there anything that you, Laura, would like to add about bike riding or cycling? Call it bike riding. Bike Call riding. it cycling. Whatever gets you out. Whatever I have gets a question you for you. Absolutely. I hope this isn't controversial. So what's up with those uh, with the recumbent bikes? Yeah. How does that, like, is the body still using the same muscles? There's different muscles. Do you know anything about those? I see one recumbent biker on my way to work a lot and i don't i don't understand i think it's just a preference yeah i think it's a preference it i think it uses your muscles differently because you are positioned differently on those recumbents sure uh so you guys are using the word recumbent and for for me I don't know them. Are those the people I see who look like they're like on lounge chairs that are yeah. like, <laughs> that are bike riding? It's one wheel in the front, I think, and two in the back. It's almost like a weird, like a long. And they're kind of like laying right. backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy has an umbrella. Like oh wow! Umbrella Ooh. Up the top. Yeah. Well, that Ooh. all sounds very fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have all different configurations. Um, I'm curious about them too, so much so that I was on a ride, one of the local rides, the biking with Beansy ride, one year. Oh, okay. And I was at a 
what rest stop a water stop or whatever it, with a guy riding an incumbent and so then we rode together for a couple miles and i kind of built up the courage to say hey could i take that for a spin so you have ridden one <laughs> yeah yeah less than a mile but i got on it and i see the appeal yeah it's a it's a um for him he said he got one after he had a back injury oh, and he was in okay. cycling before and this was the alternative that allowed him to keep up with it. Um, that's not everybody's choice. I think sure. sometimes people, that's their primary choice. They just prefer it. But I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I see him. And I just, again, I, it's just I don't understand. Because I'm like, you're laying back and it's just your feet going. But I don't I don't know. Like, it, it's different to me. But I see people out there using them. So it has a fan base. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I'm sure, whole hordes of people who ride recumbents. Interesting. I don't think it's controversial to be a recumbent rider. Okay, yeah, I guess it's not controversial. <laughs> it's just to not understand. There's not a war it. going yeah. on between traditional cyclists and That's recumbent true. cyclists. I'm not in any cycling culture, so like I don't know anything about this stuff. So. Maybe I'm too much on the fringe to know, too. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe there's some un- unknown, unspoken war that we don't know about. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's when you're outside of the culture, you're outside looking in, it's tough, but I just I see this again. This one uh, person just riding away, and they're fairly religious about it, so it must be comfortable enough where that's how they're logging their miles. Yeah. Well, it sounds like if if uh, the person that you talked to, Lara, did it after having an injury, it sounds like it is then using a different set of muscles. So yeah, yeah, just preference. I guess I also have another question with handlebars. I've seen like the T style handlebars, and I've seen the curved grip. Do you know any difference with that? Like any, like are there better choices for like longer riders or like these are usually on like street bikes or anything? Is there a difference there in handlebars and the riders? So that goes down again to preferences. Okay. And then also bike fit. So, and that sometimes just comes down to what are you using the bike for? So if you see some people for commuter bikes, they'll be more upright on a bike because maybe they're not trying to go fast. And so they want to be more upright. That's a more comfortable position. So they'll have the more swept back handlebars. Oh, okay. It just puts you on the bike in a different position. Gotcha. Or the what you're calling the drop bars, you know, the classic racer bars. Let yeah, you the get, tour, de, tour de France bars. Right. Let you get in a more aerodynamic position on the bike. And mm-hmm. then what you were calling like the bullhorns that come up, um, you see those on messenger bikes sometimes and that's i think i had a mountain bike years ago that had a pair maybe right that the idea with that is that you could maybe grab out there when you're hill climbing just to give Uh, you a little more leverage while you're standing up on your pedals i could see that i could see that so it's all about positioning or like me the curved handles make me feel like i'm riding a giant elk or something (laughs) so it could just be you know the fantasies that you're thinking about while you ride that's true. I hadn't thought about that thought track. I was just thinking like leisure, like you said, like, oh, it's these leisurely curved handlebars that I see them on like, how do I say this? Like suburban bikes. Yeah. So just preference. I, I think that's the nice thing about cycling is you, there's a bike out there for everybody if you're interested in it. You know, we've seen okay. the fat tire bikes that are intended for snow and sand. Yeah, a guy almost ran me over with one. <laughs> He's like, on your left and my music was loud and I I had like a jump scare and he comes and the wheel was like 
six inches wide. <laughs> yeah. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. It caught me <laughs> completely off guard. Hmm. Yeah, there's a bike out there for everybody who's interested in it. <laughs> All right. Well, you. I think that's a, a great message to end on. There is a bike out there for everyone. So if you cycle and you're 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 looking for to try a different style go for it if you don't cycle and you're looking to start it um you can just call it bike riding like i do um you know hop on a bike and and see where it gets you and with that i just want to thank lara for coming on to our show today and talking to us our our very enjoyable conversation about cycling 